1: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
2: Sew, 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 sewing out loud. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue, and I'm ZD Donahue. And today we're going to talk about rulers in sewing. That's me and ZD. The rulers, of the, rule- z- <laughs> the sewing rulers. Oh my gosh, she! I'm really. Gee, funny. that was
3: right off the cuff.
2: It was. It was really good. I make a really good joke in the easy tea class too. And oh yeah. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't share it, or maybe I should as a teaser. I don't know. As a teaser? See, oh man, yeah. It'll get you'll be busting at the seams oh yeah with this over the t's over the t's you'll be busting at the seams over this seam allowance joke okay (laughs) so it's a joke about seam allowance get ready okay okay so in the video i discuss um you you draft your own pattern and the pattern you draft doesn't have seam allowance on it yet and i say like right on it no seam allowance but then i show you how to add seam allowance right? right depending on how you are going to construct the shirt and so i say Make sure that you use the pattern where you have added seam allowance in order to cut out your fabric. Otherwise, you're going to be making a shirt for another person who is smaller than you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. I hear. Uh, Is that funny or what? It's 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 really funny. It's funny because I've done it before. I've made Becca a pair of pants from (laughs) because I didn't have seam allowance on something. (laughs) Anyway, I'm the ruler. Oh, of yeah. Of sewing, sewing comedy. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. I noticed. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. All right. Rulers.
3: Rulers. We're talking about measuring instruments. Measuring
2: instruments. Right. And the. Oh, let's start off small okay. with a, a tool called a sewing gauge or a seam, seam gauge. Seam
3: gauge is what I call it. it. Has a little sliding marker on it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And. That seam gauge, I don't know if everybody knows all the things that it does, but it also has a little hole in the end. Yeah. So you can use it to draw a circle right. or an arc by, you know, putting a pen or the end of a pencil through that little hole and then, you know, holding on to, you know, your, because a lot of them also have holes all the way down at all of the, um, like, inch increments. Right. And some of them have inches and uh, centimeters, too, you know. On both, you know, one on one side, one on the other.
2: So the seam gauges, like the little metal ones with the plastic mm-hmm. sliders, are like not a dollar or something. They are no. they are super duper inexpensive. Right. Um, and I feel like in recent times they've gotten to be... Like not so high quality all the time. I feel like
3: no, you really have. I mean, if there's a really cheap one and one that costs a dollar more than the one you're looking at, you probably want the one that's a dollar more. The slide will wear out. Right. The or metal it'll pop is out. not as nice. Mm-hmm. I've actually had the markings wear off like right away. Oh, really? And, and that you know, if you bought a seam allowance twenty years a uh, seam allowance, <laughs> that too. No, if you bought a seam guide twenty years ago, you might need a new one.
2: Or okay, yeah. You yeah.
3: know, I mean. They, they kind of do wear out eventually. And
2: there's this one by Nancy Zeman that we sell that's plastic. That little green
3: one. Yeah. And it
2: does, it clicks. Yes. So it, like, kind of locks in place. And actually, one of our um, listeners, Shanika, she posted this for another Instagram challenge. It was, like, Game Changer. Uh-huh. She was like, this seam gauge is so much nicer than the plastic and metal right. ones, you know, with the slider. And there's a short one. How long are those? like six, those are six inches. Six the inches? standard
3: is six inches, and then
2: there's like a longer one right. that they sell now. It's just a right. sized up version. um but that one is is really great, and you can draw circles with it like you were talking about. I right. use it in the easy t class to add seam allowances right. um to to the shirt, but yeah, so a seam gauge is something that. It'll, it'll sometimes come in sewing kits or... Well, and the, I think the great thing about it is that
3: little slider on there. If you're marking a certain space, you don't have to measure. You just slide that little marker up, you know, and you keep it there and use it over and over. The other thing I want to bring up about the seam gauges, I don't have one. I have many.
2: <laughs> <But> yeah.
3: <laughs> I have one sitting at every machine. I have one on my cutting table. They're inexpensive. I, I don't want to go looking for the for it, okay? Right. Um, there were years where I kind of wore a tool belt. I don't do that anymore either, but I have a seam gauge basically you know at every machine, and right, I think I have one on the ironing board too.
2: yeah, yeah, no, it's nice to have a ruler everywhere, right. and you know we have those we have some little plastic acrylic rulers that are like promo things right, and those are those are good to have around too, but the seam gauge does with the slider and it's smaller right it fits in you know maybe. Uh, not like tight spaces really it's just a more precise instrument right.
3: the little short six inches that we we've right. given out in um and we usually do make sure they're clear or, right or not totally opaque where you can see through them i really like those for embroidery or like conversion because one side is inches and the other side is centimeters and they're right across from each other so you can look at that inch and go oh there's two point four Four centimeters and an inch or whatever, right? You know, and you can you can figure it out like immediately, yeah. Especially for those of you that are you know, uh, decimal paranoid, right. right?
2: Metric paranoid, metric paranoid, metric right. paranoid. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, the the small rulers are nice, and then I I like clear rulers. I do too. Do you use anything that is opaque? I know we do have metal you rulers. You know, I
3: have. A couple, or I, at least one metal um, dressmaker's curve. Yeah. And I can't even tell you the last time I used it. Does it have
2: like a cork back on it, or is it metal I on don't, both sides? It may have. Uh, now, the one thing about metal is
3: the edge stays. Yeah. it do, You know, uh, it doesn't chip. You don't, I mean, the shape is there pretty much forever. They don't, they're usually pliable enough that they don't bend or stiff enough that they don't bend right now i do have several long like metal meter these are from the hardware store right you know um one is how how long is that big one over there look that's like four four feet feet tall yeah yeah and Definitely used that a lot. That's a big metal thing. Used that in costuming, especially when I was doing multiples of things. And when I say multiples, sometimes it was thirty garments. Right. So I was probably measuring or what you know, but I, I did use those um a lot when I was making like draperies. Yeah. And the thing I liked about them too is I could lay them down and they would hold things down. Hold they the had weight down. to them. But as far as a project that's right in front of me, I really like the 24-inch ruler, and I like the 18-inch ruler that's clear and, you know, five or six inches wide.
2: Right. Four four to to six six inches inches wide, depending. Right. Well, before we come back and talk about some other clear rulers, I think we should take a little moment for a message break. Mom, I've done it. Uh Uh-oh. I have found the perfect laundry spray bottles, sourced them, found the perfect labeling stickers, and brought them to the public. And what do you put in them? We put vodka in one of them and your special disdain stain removal solution in the other. And they are aluminum, 16-ounce bottles. Not too heavy. I was gonna say perfect weight, perfect size. Not too heavy when you fill them. Perfectly portable for taking around your house, leaving in your laundry room, or out to your car to deodorize it after your baby's puked in it.
3: So, do you give my disdain recipe to the world? Free?
2: I do. We give it away for free. And if you go to SewHere.com slash Clothing Care, you will see these spray bottles, and you can use a special discount code, VODKA, to get 20% off the laundry spray bottles from ZD Sewing Studio. Good deal. So happy.
0: Hey, y'all. Ferris Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music
2: So, uh, the ruler that I've been using a ton lately is that acrylic dressmaker's curve, or it's, I keep calling it that, and the label on the package says styling design ruler. Um, Whatever. (laughs) Call it whatever I want. Some Um.
3: people (laughs) refer to that as a French curve also, and Uh I don't. The French curve to me is the thing, it looks like a sled when you hold the...
2: Well, I think there are lots you know. of different French curves too. Okay, there are ones that like look scrollier and right. not. And and what they are is to give you in like curve, gra- opt- yeah, curve, curve options, yeah, curve options, right? And, and mostly, I feel like the French curves are used a little bit more in like the design.
3: I think they're they're more of a e- drafting tool yes. for drafters of other things than garments. But, you know, I I certainly have used them.
2: Sure, sure. But they are, they seem a little, yes, a little bit more like a drawing tool. So when you say drafting, you mean Someone who's
3: doing like mechanical drawing type stuff. Does that even get done anymore? Like other than on a computer? I don't know. Well, but here's
2: the deal. I downloaded an app for the iPad at one point and it had a French curve in it. Yeah. And I could move the French curve and then trace it with a stylus. So, you know, they they are still in use and you can kind of, oh, I want this, this degree of curve, da-da-da-da-da. Right. But the dressmaker's curve is not a French curve. I think maybe I say it's a it's a French curve at one point in the and and I,
3: I have seen I've heard people use it interchangeably
2: and so. I, I but I feel like I misspoke but we're not going to go back because my lips are moving I see <laughs> we can't just re-record the audio so the dressmaker's curve though it has it labels itself like armhole curve right
3: it will have like where they believe the armhole curve should be now. Most of the time that's gonna work and you're you can stay in that area. But yeah, it'll it'll have armhole, it'll ha- a- also the hem is, you know, like the length of, the straight sided length, if you put the one flat side on like the fold of the fabric to make your hem, you get the right curve. Well, generally. and then they
2: call that like a hip curve. Right. Too right. if you Absolutely. if you picture like the side of a skirt, right. you know, that'll work on there. But I really like it because it's clear.
3: Yeah, I really want most of my measuring tools to be clear. And especially if you're like fussy cutting a fabric and that, mm-hmm. you know, people think that's a quilting term. Um, not always, because if you're making a garment, you do want to make sure like the daisies don't look like pasties, you know, on your shirt. If it's too big daisies, you don't want like too big daisy breasts. Daisy boobs. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so, you know, sometimes you're fussy cutting your fabric and if you can see through it and you might not even be using that to cut but maybe to measure like how far you
2: right
3: why wouldn't you have clear the other thing is is what color are the marks on the clear ruler
2: right we we have a the dressmakers curve they're red right on the one we In sell. summer
3: black one of my favorite is I have one that has metallic gold lettering and I've never been able to find that again I bought that Long time ago. Now,
2: we sell one right now that it's called the Reverser Rule.
3: And that and it, is fantastic. It has
2: black on one side and yellow yes. on the other. So it's dark and light. So if right. if you have like a...
3: If you're on yellow fabric, you won't like it. No. You, well, you'll you'll well, want the black side.
2: Yeah, if you have yellow fabric, you'll do the black side. But if you have light blue, you'll probably do the black. And if you have dark blue, you'll probably do the yellow. It's a contrast right. thing. You know, now the one kind of annoying thing about that is that the numbers are backwards on right. one side of the ruler.
3: <laughs> Never bothered me.
2: But, uh, you know, it's not too hard to, to figure it out. And I do, I, the one thing that bugs me about the styling design ruler is there's this, the on the straight edge, I think it's like two inches or an inch and a half of eighth inch marks. Uh-huh. And I get, I'm like, wait, one two Start three Start getting four. mixed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the half inch mark isn't bolded. You I've know. often
3: thought that, you know, the sewing industry should take from the carpentry, carpentry industry how they mark their measuring tapes. Uh-huh. And um, there's there are some significant ways that they mark them. So it's very easy to go. That's 1 16th or 5 sixteenths, or, you know.
2: Or the 16 inches is. Red because that's how far apart studs that's are. Right, and stuff right, like right, right. They yeah. do
3: stuff like that, and they, uh-huh. so sometimes, yeah, there are rulers out there that are made for specific purposes, like you know, when you're you're um, cutting things for quilts and things like that. Yeah, that that you can buy specifically to make that, you know, well, like um, templates
2: almost. Right, versus, they're almost templates
3: yeah. for that particular block.
2: Melinda brought in a ruler that I want to carry, and it's very much in the spirit of that dressmaker's curve. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's like a a cap of a sleeve on top, mm-hmm. and it actually has slots that are five eighths of an inch. Perfect. Yeah, from the edge, and so my, that would be and, really easy. And
3: I have a dressmaker's curve that's like that. Yeah. That, you know, you can actually place it on there, and there's a five eighths inch slit in it. Um, the other they, thing about a five
2: eighths inch and an inch yeah. too. it was really. And cool. the other thing about
3: having um. Clear is if if you are on the grid table and using a rotary cutter, you can see, you can cut a half inch, you know, you can line up that ruler with any kind of lines that are on your cutting board and or the edge of your fabric, and you can see through that you are on that line right. the whole way.
2: Yeah, so I, I show... In the EZT class, like, drawing a line a half inch down from another line. Right. So I get to line up the half inch, inch through on the, the ruler, ruler. Right. and see that and then draw the line. Same thing on the cutting table. Right. You know, if you can see, oh, I'm going to put my half inch line on this right. grid, which are inch right. squares. Yeah, no, that's totally, totally true. So and,
3: and, you know, the drawback to acrylic rulers is they the edge of them can become kind of crud, you know, some, sometimes you you accidentally cut into them or you nick into them. You might not get as nice a line or something like that. Um, the other thing that happens, you can drop it and it'll break.
2: The, I, somebody just posted a photo on Instagram right. mm-hmm. of their dressmaker's curve broken in half. Yeah. And I just envision it. Like she dropped it right on the point. Yeah, it's like you have Just to drop right. it on the
3: edge for it to break. If you drop it flat, you're usually okay. Right, and right. so
2: you know things can break when you drop them. But we have that that styling design ruler. We have the shop at the shop of yours. You know what my big beef is with it. I think it's twenty years old, and it's all scratched <laughs> it's, up. It's not, it's not getting broken. Cloudy. It's cloudy. It's yeah, getting it's cloudy. Well,
3: and I would <laughs> assume, as in most things, and I'm not you know. I, there's no guarantee with this, but the acrylics are better nowadays than they were 25 I bet they are. You know, too, years yeah. ago. I bet you're right. Um, when I started using a rotary cutter, there the rulers were not clear. Uh huh. The only clear ruler you could get a clear ruler in a stationery store, but it was that real flimsy plastic, yeah. and you would just cut right cut through right it. Right, yeah, right. You didn't have a good edge to you know lean your blade against. There
2: are some special rulers. I want to talk about these two types of rulers, right. Um, There's a ruler out there that has, like, little uh, stone on the side Mm -hmm. or what, like, it's almost like sandpaper. Right. It's supposed to sharpen your rotary cutter. Mm -hmm. Okay. The only problem with that is if somebody uses that ruler and they don't know why that's there, (laughs) they, like, pick it off. Right. Which my husband did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he went to the shop and he, he used the rotary cutter while I wasn't there and actually what I think he did is he hit the edge of the ruler and nicked it and it, it came it off and, came and he off. Goes, so he just took it he all said, off he, he goes this thing came off the edge of your ruler I was like yeah um, uh, the uh,
3: other <laughs> thing that that can do is it does sharpen your blade and how it sharpens your blade of course is it's shaving off little minuscule Pieces of metal. And uh-huh. if you do that, like, on someone's wedding gown, right. you can get a black mark. Right. It's like the lead off of a pencil, almost. Yeah.
2: Right. So, the, the, there are rulers like that, which I just didn't, you know, I don't really know that it made my rotary cutter, like, last so much right. longer. Right, right. The other type of ruler that we've carried is part of that true cut system. Yeah.
3: And I do like that, but it's very specific. Yeah. And you have to sort of, but their cutter... Has a groove that yeah, goes so the, along that. The ruler
2: has a groove, right? And, and the, the cutter, cutter has, has a groove,
3: and they match up. They and, lock, right?
2: They lock in place, and that seems to actually for people who are cutting a lot of straight lines, like quilters, you know, everything is straight, right? And people learning to use a rotary cutter, that has been nice.
3: And I think what it does is it it lets them not fatigue so quickly uh-huh. if they're cutting a lot of that straight stuff. Well,
2: and if it's locked in place, you should just be able to push down That's right. slightly forward That's and had right. like, a straight line. Probably
3: also... Um, You probably avoid some injuries.
2: (laughs) Well, that yeah, injuries. And then they sell those little ruler grips to go on the back of the acrylic ruler so it doesn't slip. Right. Um, But they are pretty specific. And then when you go and try to use them with another type of rotary cutter. They
3: don't. It's harder because it's a thick edge. There is that edge.
2: Now, when you use it, speaking of seam allowance, when you use the special rotary cutter with the track on that ruler, and you like don't put the track on the ruler, right? It gives you a quarter inch seam allowance, right. so that's good for quilters. So that right. true cut system can be kind of nice, um, but it is it is pretty specific. Right. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know, right? Not like I want every ruler. I in my do house like to the like rotary
3: that. cutter. Yeah, I like I, I like the, the ergonomics cutter. of it. Yes. I like.
2: Um, and so anyway, we we like the clear rulers. Is there is there any other type of ruler that you can think? Well, of yeah.
3: That you I, talk how about measuring device? sure you know the other thing you need is you have to have a measuring tape yeah and, and I'm talking about a cloth or plastic tape that is specific to sewing not not um
2: the metal a
3: metal right measuring tape which I also have yeah I was gonna say you can have I that do use that room. too because it, I, I, I can measure things with it especially if something's long and flat but um When I am drafting a pattern, especially if I'm using the dressmaker's curve or something, I always have one of those around my neck in case I want to measure something. Or or just, you know, and I don't say something's 20 inches long and the dressmaker's curve curves there and I can't get it measured like I want. So I might measure my point and then draw my line.
2: Well, and one more. I want to feel free to compliment you on (laughs) I was drafting something one time, and I was like, oh, okay, that's three and, uh... Yeah, yeah. And Mom's like, no, put your finger on the tape measure and just move it over and draw the line again. I mean, this works for some things, you know, where you can, maybe it was just, like, add half of it or something. For instance,
3: if you do not have a tape measure and you're trying to measure your bust, take a ribbon, take a string, go around your bust, you know, hold it in that spot where it meets, and then measure it on... You know, that big, huge ruler that you have for constructing a deck. You know, and or we, whatever.
2: Where that, I mean, I'd seen you do stuff like that before, right. but where I actually learned it in another setting was in bookbinding class. Uh-huh. They would be like, okay, you're going to make the the spine of your book just, like, this much more than the width of your book or whatever. Right. And we would use all these little, like, tools that didn't actually have measurements on right. them. It was just, like, place this there, boom. Right, you know? And right. I was like, oh, you know. The, and you get a better measurement when you go to measure something and you want to know, like, what it is in half. Right. Right. Like, you almost get a better measurement by folding, folding it, it in, in half. half.
3: And I showed that to Becca and Sam. Yeah. And, and they always... Oh, why? That's so easy, and, and that yeah, it is. <laughs> and
2: that was like a huge thing in bookbinding. Right. It was like, yeah. oh, you're gonna fold this in half, and then get what you need, and, and then like, you'll oh, get a half. Yeah, you don't
3: know how long a half it, is, and be, you didn't have to do any math. You didn't have to think. Didn't right. have to have a measuring tool. It's,
2: it's just faster, right. even if you are really good at math in your head. Right. Um, and uh, the the other thing I wanted to point out is how a cutting mat can work with the ruler. We discussed it, you know, uh-huh, a little bit. Right. But I really. When you're drafting, I'm gonna bring up the EZT class again, and I show that you can keep yourself on true while you're drafting your pattern with the ruler and the grid because you can see through the tracing paper. Exactly. You know. So and I love that. The if you if you don't have a cutting table, and I see some people who are making like really complicated garments and stuff, and then they're like, I had to cut this out on the floor, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah, bless your heart. You know. know? I mean, I can't believe that. Absolutely. I mean, go wow but like at some point treat yourself to a cutting table with a grid and you know rulers and stuff so the one
3: other ruler that some people might be interested in is a flexible ruler oh yeah where you you know it it is truly what it says it's flexible you can stand it up on its end and you can measure the curve on something Mm -hmm. I find it excellent for when I have to draft a sleeve cap
2: or a crotch. Uh, yeah, there you go. That too. Crotch curve. Crotch curve. it's what it
3: is. Or a butt curve. You I guess. You can like, lay it on
2: your body too. It, absolutely. You, know, you can put that on like a thong. Uh-huh. And get that crotch curve. That's the crotch curve. Right, you know right. when you when you have it like that. That's another thing, though. Where if you do that, if you put that on your body, you don't necessarily. You you might not be interested all the time in the numbers. Right. Maybe you're interested in the essence of the curve. You might be
3: interested in the curve,
1: Yes, exactly. in the curve.
2: Or then sometimes, no, you're like, I need this to be 17 right. inches, and then... You make it into a curve, and you know it's 17 inches because right. it's a ruler, you know? I, I don't so, know yeah. what sizes
3: do those come in, Mallory. There's think, two or three sizes. I think we think.
2: sell it in, like, the 24-inch right. or maybe. Um, but, I know. just
3: like the long, that long one, whatever the long well, one is. Well, there's a
2: really long oh, one is that there? I think is, like, too long. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's because it's heavy. Right, you know, they are
3: heavy. They they. And there's yeah.
2: something that weights down that fabric too. Like yeah, you no, mentioned. I've
3: used them as, as pattern weights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can squiggle them along the yeah, edge. Yeah, you can squiggle them around. Right.
2: Exactly, exactly. No, but that flexible ruler is just get it in your arsenal if you if yeah. you don't have it. It's um, a
3: fun thing to ask for as a gift. Yes. Yeah. and
2: They're you know they're not terribly expensive, and they're another thing that lasts forever. Right. And if you drop them, they're not gonna. They break. don't break. And, no. <laughs> they just they might curl up your floor or your foot. <laughs> you know. Um. But they yeah they they won't break. You'll you'll have it unless you'll lose it, you know, forever. And it is kind of fun to, like, play with, you know. (laughs) So if you don't know where yours is and your kid stole it and is making shapes with it or something like that. Making snakes with it or whatever. (laughs) Anything else to add about rulers in this uh, episode? Or if you have a favorite ruler that you like, let us know in the comments or on Instagram. We are at ZD Sewing Studio.
3: So long and so happy.
1: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com.